Dave, thank you for joining me. Obviously, this no time problem. of year, normally we'd, we'd be looking forward to the, to the cricket season. What's the, the current state of affairs? Is there, is there much you know at the minute? Well, nothing definitive, clearly, at the minute, Blake. But uh, the due to start the county championship season, Derbyshire, on the 19th of April, I can't see that happening. Uh, football's just gone back, hasn't it, to the end of April before they're going to restart. So uh, I can't imagine that cricket's going to break ranks in any way uh, and, and say, oh, yeah, well, we're going to start. The season actually starts the week before that, so it's very close indeed now. And uh, in view of the statement that the ECB sent out earlier this week about the recreational game, scrapping basically everything in grassroots cricket, nets, juniors, the lot, then uh, it looks fairly bleak at the moment. I think there's a, an ECB meeting today. Is there a, a decision, uh, some kind of postponement expected from that initially? Uh, I think I think I think that's the case. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, absolutely. If the if the ECB didn't come out and say right, well, obviously we're not going to start on time, just so that well, clubs aren't even practicing, are they? At the moment, I don't think. I think basically you, you look at the way that um, they're operating at Derbyshire now. A lot of people are working from home. Uh, there's, there's just no sense of normality anywhere in the world at the minute, is there? So I don't see why cricket should be any different. And and, and if they do postpone it, it'll just put everybody's mind at rest. The, the big fear is uh, the longer they postpone it, nobody's ever played first-class cricket in October. So they have a, def- a, a sort of finite, finite amount of time, don't they, to play the season in. So something will have to give. Now, whether or not that's just play everybody wants, if they can get it going by July... They want to play the T20. The ECB will clearly want to play the 100 because that's the that's its big thing this year. So uh, they'll definitely want to be playing that. But the, the T20 for the counties is a lot earlier than it was last year because of the 100. Uh, you, you just you just fear that, uh, that, that they're not going to be able to get it all in in time. Derbyshire have just recorded a record surplus this season. And so what effect could... This have if not well even limited cricket or no cricket on a cl- on a club Derbyshire size, what kind of impact would that have? It could be detrimental, couldn't it? Well, you'd have thought so because the, the major problem will be is if they're not allowed to play cricket anywhere and it, it, the money that Derbyshire get. All right, yes, they, they did well last season in the T20. There were there was an increase in gates for that increase in prize money because they got to finals day and then of course they had the. The game against the Australians, where the crowds were very good on uh, on each of the days, and, and that's well the coffers as well. But much of every county uh, county's money comes from the ECB, and much of the ECB's money comes from TV. And if they can't play the hundred, and if the Test series, the, the one against the West Indies, starts really early in the season, if they fall by the wayside as well, the TV companies are going to turn around and say, "Well, we paid this amount of money for this." number of days cricket you haven't delivered you're not getting it and that's where the knock-on comes from the very top if they don't play the cricket then Derbyshire don't get the money and all the other counties as well so they're just going to have to be very very careful of course how how it uh, how it will affect the overseas signings whether they can turn around and say look well we're not playing so you're not coming or they have to honor those contracts uh, Sean Abbott and Ben McDermott I, that's something for the legal people not not for somebody uh not for somebody who just basically watches it and talks, but it, 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 there'll be all sorts of ramifications if, if the season doesn't take place. And you wouldn't be at all surprised 
uh, if they are forced, if counties are forced to pay every player that they've contracted, including overseas, you look at Northampton, they've spent a few quid uh, on overseas and that kind of thing because they've moved up to the to the first division. And it could have a really, really bad long-term effect on the game, in my opinion. On a personal level, obviously being a, a freelance journalist um, and <laughs> cricket, being a cricket commentator, how much of an effect, it sounds like a silly question really, but... How much in effect will it work? Are you going to have to diversify what you do to get different roles? Or, Well, obviously, there's the fee that I'm getting for this. Um, <laughs> Just make no, sure you invoice I, me. <laughs> it, it's probably not the best profession to be in at the moment, is it? But then again, there's an awful lot of people in the same boat and uh, people being laid off as we speak at, at various manufacturing uh, plants and that kind of thing. And it's going to affect the whole of society. So uh, I think we'll all, a lot of us, will be in the same boat. Yes, it's a precarious job, but it's one of the best jobs I've ever done. So I can't really complain. I've had a few. If we're not here in 2020, we'll be back in 2021, assuming that, that this coronavirus is sorted out. Well, hopefully we'll be reunited in the commentary box at some point as well. I can't wait, Blake. Can't wait. (laughs) Thank you very much for your time. Cheers, mate. Cheers. I've lived in Derby for 12 years now and I'm still not registered at a doctor um, because I just don't get ill, which, given the advice was not to go and see a doctor, I was quite relieved. Because I'd have been a bit in trouble if I had to. When was it when you first kind of realised it was what it is, what it is, kind of thing? Was well, it at first it was just a bit of a cough, or? Well, Friday I had a bit of a temperature, um, but I'd been to Cheltenham for three days, which in hindsight looks one of the most stupid things we'll ever have had to have allowed 250,000 people in a confined space for four days. Um, but I just assumed it was through consumption. Uh, there and then Saturday morning I woke up and I was struggling to breathe and I thought maybe there's a bit more to it than a hangover So this is what day five of of self-isolation? Yeah we're on Wednesday and so I haven't seen anybody since Saturday How are you coping with that on a serious note because that can't be easy I think whilst you're ill it's not too bad because I don't feel like doing anything you know I'm sleeping a lot lying down and trying to do work when I can when I when I do feel like it I think it's for people who have to self-isolate because they've been in contact with people and they've got no symptoms but they can't do anything because you you know we're, we're trying to protect the vulnerable here and that's the, the government advice at the moment so I think next week when I still have to probably be in isolation given you know how the the pandemic is spreading it will probably be a bit more difficult you said like you've you've moved up to Derby a few years back, but so with not having like family and and that around up here, how have you been like um, surviving supplies wise? And have you got people around that's been basically dropping stuff off and running away? Or yep, I've been inundated with offers. Um, Joe, as you know, she's been dropping stuff in my garden. Um, I've been she's been letting me know when she's uh, coming around. I've opened the gate. She's come in drop the stuff off I've transferred the money by a bank transfer and she's left and I've gone and collected the stuff and uh, if it wasn't if it wasn't her then I've had you know five or six other 
offers and my dad even offered to drive up from Bedfordshire to do it, but that's probably really? just, he's probably getting withdrawal symptoms from Pride Park. But <laughs> how have you been coping with the boredom side of it? Is, have you been bored or? I've, I undertook an exercise yesterday to start reordering some of my 500 books, and I'm going to record them all wow. in an app. So it's kind of the equivalent of Partridge driving to Dundee, I think, in his bare feet, because um, <laughs> now all the books are just on the floor, and I can't find the motivation to start the process of ordering them and scanning them i've um i'm going to start compiling a list with everyone i speak to of ways you can keep yourself entertained because we're all going to be in, in that situation at some point so has it just been reordering your book collection because i know you've got quite a few books haven't you yeah i've been reading books as well i'm currently uh, close to completing um the hitler years Volume one, Triumph, 1933 to 1939. So that's been a bit of light reading uh, to keep me going. Could do then, you start doing your own book reviews. <laughs> I might do, but I, I, I'm the sort of person that when I'm reading a, a mystery or a thriller, I, I don't know what's happened until the author has to spell it out. I'm not good at guessing stuff like that. Oh, keep so, uh, yeah. I always think everything's brilliantly clever, even though it might be obvious to someone else 20 pages in. Derby County season ticket holders, oh, you mentioned you live quite close to Pride Park Stadium. With the um, suspension of the football season and the postponement of the Euros, how do you see it um, panning out? We've got Rams writer podcast on a bit later to see what he thinks. I thought as a, as a big football fan yourself, I'd get your view on what you think might, might happen. I think... I'd be surprised if we see another game this season in the stadium. We may see some behind closed doors because I think if you follow all the public news, it's not about the safety of individuals per se. It's about the use of emergency services. So when you've got ambulances that have to be on order, you have to have police in April. So you assume it's going to be May or June. You can't have Derby versus Leeds and Derby versus Forest and take in all the emergency service pressure if the pandemic is still going. Yes, that's, that's, a, that's a point I haven't even thought about yet. So you, you, feel, you feel it could be, in your view, it could be completed, but in, in behind, closed, behind closed doors. Yes, I think, I think if, they, if they're going to get it done this season and not impact every other season for the next few years, it has to be behind closed doors or voided. Oh, that wouldn't be the end of the world, would it? Leeds, Forest and Liverpool all missing out, but that's the personal view. That's not, I'm not speaking on behalf of you. That would be fantastic. And, you know, to have our, our year of building and getting the youngsters used to what Koku wants and how Koku wants to play in a season that never existed would just be the luck that we've been denied for the past seven years. That's another good point, actually. You've had your se- a season of building where the team, a young team has improved and then if there's nothing on the record books that we've missed out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they're all going to be so much better next year and be so much more used to you know, say the demands that Koku wants a tactics that he likes to play. Um, assuming that you know professional athletes are allowed to, to train. You know, the, cause Koku never had a pre-season with them. So if you think that we could effectively have a six-month pre-season now, we're going to be flying. That would be incredible. Well, fingers crossed for that, and get yourself well. And uh, while you're um, while you're you're off and you're bored, I might give you another call next week. Catch up with you if that's all right. Yeah, and I'll let you know how it changes us. As I sent you on text Saturday, I got quite a lot worse during the day. 
and mm. I was quite worried at that point. And then it stabilised Sunday and Monday. So I felt good yesterday morning, terrible yesterday afternoon. So it affects each person differently. And, and I, do, I do want to say my frustration with the lack of testing is that we don't know. This just could be a bad cold. It could be flu. But I, I have to be responsible. And if I don't know for sure I've got it, I then have to make sure that I go with the, the separation guidelines that are there because you can't infect the vulnerable if I if I haven't actually had it and I then spread it myself. Yeah. I think that the lack of testing is, is is very frustrating. Yeah, it is. But hopefully um, all the signs show that you have. So you're doing the right thing by, by doing what you're doing and hopefully there'll be some improvement by the time that next time we, uh, we catch up with you. I hope so. I'm just going to go and talk to my cat now. I don't have a cat, but, you know, I've invented them to keep passing the time. <laughs> oh, there's a joke in there somewhere, but I'm not going down that road. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cheers, not. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Well, Robbie Knox, second appearance on the podcast under uh, emergency circumstances this time. It's like an emergency <laughs> off the bench substitution, isn't it? <laughs> I, feel, I feel very happy to be here. It's like I got a trial in um in the uh in the like League Cup or something, and I get my first Premier League start. I'm, I feel honoured to get back in the team. For people that don't know what you do and and, and why um, you've got so many followers on on YouTube, you kind of specialise in making mundane things quite entertaining on YouTube, if you don't mind me saying so. Yeah, yeah. I I um I always describe my channel as um sitting around the house waiting doing stuff to I do while I'm sitting around the house waiting to die. Um which is sort of <laughs> kind of the vibe for the entire country at the minute now, isn't it? Yeah, so, so keep it light. <laughs> no, so it's not it's not not miles away. So yeah, yeah. Um, this is um this is basically my cup final coronavirus. It's it's um it's a it's um, obviously a, a, a terrible thing, but um it's kind of what what I do anyway, sitting around the house doing nothing. So yeah. Have you put on your on YouTube before? There's, I think growing your own potatoes, isn't they? Going to the tip. Uh, bin day is quite popular. Taking the bins out. Uh, a lot of gardening, growing potatoes and stuff. Uh, barbecuing. A lot of stuff in the garden, just because there's not really any people in the garden. Whereas quite often I've got kids running around inside, so it's easier to film in the garden. Um, and yeah, that sort of stuff. That sort of general mundanity that everyone has to do. Did you start the gardening side of things to? Um to just to produce some mundane content or is it a genuine passion that you just I'd grown before I moved to the countryside I'd only ever grown tomatoes and I thought well I want to grow some more stuff so and I grew some potatoes in the very first video I did I I bought some potatoes and so those were and that was quite popular so I just did more potato based content um uh and and yeah but this year I'm taking it more seriously now I mean before all this started my plan was to try and rather than just growing things for fun was to try and grow things for sustenance and to help feed my family and um because I think it's quite good in general isn't it for the environment and stuff like that to grow your own stuff so I was just trying to do that but then um now it might be any food we get so um, <laughs> I'm ready yeah and even on grow your own podcast has that come out today that's today yeah so yeah. um uh, two podcasts that day well, football legends that comes out every every Thursday that you kindly helped out at this week and um uh and uh, grow your own magazines podcast yeah which is a real career highlight like i've accepted the world of gardening despite being an amateur i think in these times of if you're doing if you're self-employed or 
doing freelance work having a versatility is going to be a, a real strong advantage and having two podcasts out on one day one of them about football legends interviewing ex-footballers and one of them on grow your own I think that shows real versatility Robbie yeah I think um I think there's this a lot to be said for having a sort of portfolio career these days and doing lots of different things so then if something does happen like in this case um all, all my shoots have been cancelled then you've got other sort of sources of income or other things that you do to pass the time um that you can that you can focus on i think it's i think it's healthy isn't it yeah what oh, you're, do, you're doing this as a podcast that's that's something for you to do yeah. working I'm, I'm disguising it as public service information but really it's for my own sanity <laughs> yeah exactly yeah well you gotta do things to keep busy you might as well do something that other people can enjoy in derby what kind of, um, what kind of things have you been doing um while it's been a bit quieter for you around the house have you have you well, been doing anything particularly mundane uh, to be honest, I've been I've been setting up a shop because I'm selling T-shirts. Uh, my first bit of merch, YouTube and merch. So I've had to learn about how to set up a shop, and I've had to learn about pr- getting uh, T-shirts printed and stuff like that. So it's been fairly um, fairly mundane, but um, uh, yeah, yeah. But but that'll be over tonight. So I have to find a new mundane thing to do tomorrow because they're launching at six p.m. today. Are they? And how, how can you get them if you if you're interested? It's going to be if a you're interested. Will this go out before then? Is this a quick turnaround? Um, th- this will go out. Um, this will go out after six o'clock tonight. Okay. Well, if you're quick, you might um, you might um, be able to get them uh, because I only ordered 125. That seemed quite popular. You can go to Robbie Knox Merch M E R C H um, if you want if you really want them. And if they've sold out, I'm, I think I'm probably going to do another print run because they seem quite popular. So I'll let people pre-order and choose exactly what size they want then. Uh, if they so desire any youtube videos coming up or anything yeah i'm gonna try and finish film something after we finish chatting i'm gonna try and film a sort of like five things to do when you're sat around the house because it's kind of my forte <laughs> so really uh, so that would, yeah this will go along nicely so if you want to go and check out that video uh, yeah with, head, uh, with robbie to my youtube channel robbie knox uh it's gonna include things like baking bread which i quite enjoy doing and stuff like that so uh yeah if you're really bored you can look at that no, we'll, uh, well, I'll put a little link in the description below so you can go and check out Robbie's video. Not that I don't think you're going to get a massive influx of traffic from it, but if hey, you want to check that video out. <laughs> some people might learn a bit about bread making and it will be worth it. So, yeah, if, if you're interested in that, come over. Yeah, there's a lot of brilliant content on uh, on Robbie's channel asking incredibly famous people about their bin days and um, going to the tip. And I've, I've watched, um, I went back through some of your old ones earlier the the one with jack mate the clickbait one had me in stitches so there's loads of brilliant content over there to keep you entertained if you're in self-isolation i really thoroughly recommend it thanks pal no my pleasure and thank you for for coming on and keeping the people of derby slightly more entertained today absolutely joyous i've still got a very tenuous link to derby but i will i will grasp it with both hands <laughs> well now now you're a friend of mine and that, that could be your link excellent thanks pal